77 WABC. This is Sitting Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. She sits alone by a lamppost. Trying to find a thought that's escaped her mind. She says, There's the one I love the most. Time's not far behind. She never lets me in, only tells me where she's been when she's had too much to drink. I said that I don't care, I just run my hands through her dark hair. Then I pray to God you gotta help me fly. Great Darius Rucker, Hootie and the Blowfish out of South Carolina. Anytime, you know, it's kind of like when Miranda Devine comes on, the great columnist from the New York Post. We play Australian music, the church, and other bands like that. Anytime the great congresswoman Nancy Mace out of South Carolina comes on, she gets some Hootie. So here she is at 745. Nancy Mace, you know, I'm looking at Steve Scalise out of Louisiana on TV right now. Steve and I have become friendly over the years, and he's dressed in a baseball mm-hmm. uniform. People may remember years ago, he was warming up for the congressional baseball game uh, days before the game when some psychotic Bernie Sanders supporter showed up with a shotgun and shot him on the field and almost killed him. Thank God Scalise, a great man, survived. But he's out there because tonight at National Stadium in Washington, D.C., is the congressional baseball game. We won last year. Republicans beat the Democrats 10 to nothing. Very simple question. In this world, which is still dominated by men, despite your Congress seat, are you allowed to play? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, women are allowed to play. I will be there cheering the team on wearing a Citadel shirt tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to wear a Citadel baseball jersey tonight, wearing my alma mater's colors. Uh, But it should be a good time. It'll be the one time that we're bipartisan. And um, tonight, maybe this year. <laughs> it wasn't bipartisan. I wish at the end of the game, like, the Republicans just started beating up the Democrat players on the field. Like, like the bad news bears, just an all-out brawl. That would be great. But bipartisan, I got to tell you, Nance, more people mm-hmm. I speak to, and it's very anecdotal. I understand that. Very anecdotal. Yeah. But the more people I speak to, this arrest and arraignment of Donald Trump yesterday, uh, a lot of folks yeah. bipartisan found it to be gross. It's shameful. And, you know, and here I am as someone, you know, I have a different take. I tend to have more of an independent voice. I speak my own mind. I'm not always with the party. But on this one, when I talk to independents, especially that aren't necessarily with Trump, but they don't like what they're seeing in our country. Absolutely zero people on the network news this week or the last five days talked about the evidence that we found on Hunter Biden and Joe Biden in a bribery scheme in Ukraine, right? Every minute was wall-to-wall Trump coverage of the sitting president of the United States 
arresting his number one political enemy number one yesterday. Just, I mean, it's just, it's shameful what's happening. And the standard on how we handle or mishandle documents in this country was set by Hillary Clinton. I mean, what she did was worse. They put a hammer to devices, even though like liberal media want to say I was lying when I said that. But she had a private server. She had class over 400 classified documents on that server. We know that agents of China, Korea, Russia, and other places were trying to hack that server, and they obstructed justice, and they let her walk free. And yet, because it's Donald Trump, he has a different standard. He's held to a much different standard than anybody else just because his name is Donald Trump, and that's wrong. It's so wrong. It's so shameful what happened yesterday. And uh, while you guys have done a great job, you and our friend out of Kentucky, Jim Colmore, and other House Republicans Mm – getting all this information on the Biden criminal crime family and the $10 million. Do you realize, Nancy, that yesterday they actually found more boxes of documents from Biden just yesterday? So, as you mentioned, yes. Who covered that? I missed it. Oh, right now. I didn't even see that. Yeah, I saw it about 30 minutes ago on Fox News. Of course, they'd be the only folks. Yeah, just yesterday. This poor... You can't make it up. It's a double standard. It's a two-tier system of justice. It's a double standard just because Trump is his name. And it, it's it's ridiculous. And I, I've talked to so many people because I come from a very purple district, a lot of, like, suburban moms and suburban women and that sort of thing. But people see this for what it is. Like you said, they don't like it because the left is treated one way and then conservatives are treated another. There's a totally double standard here, and it's ridiculous. He's got – over 1,800 boxes spread across the country. God knows what's in it. Some of them hidden, you know, by his Corvette in his garage that was unlocked and the door open, strewn about in his garage. And where's the indictment on, on Joe right. Biden? Where's the indictment for getting paid off by our adversaries for bribery? Like, where is that? Right. And and, that, and they don't want to investigate it. No, these are all great questions, and they don't. Uh, my question for you, though, I know you've had some philosophical differences in the past, nothing major, but kind of a little back and forth with uh, with Trump. So my question for you is for folks out there that just don't like him, just don't like him, but are really upset with what he's gone through, especially the last uh, couple of months with uh, these indictments mm-hmm. all over the place. Do you think that'll be enough to change folks' minds and possibly vote for him? Or, or would they just say, look, I felt badly for the guy, but I wouldn't vote for him? It's going to make him stronger. And I think it's just I think Joe Biden just made Donald Trump the Republican nominee is what I think. And, you know, I look at my you know, I worked for him in 2016. I was one of the originals on his campaign. I started in 2015, started in 2016. We haven't always seen eye to eye policy wise. We always have. But if I disagree with someone, you're going to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm a very strong Southern woman. You're going to you're going to know. But at the end of the day. When we, when the oversight committee that I sit on, when we got access to the Biden suspicious activity reports, the very day that we were at Treasury, the indictment by Alvin Bragg from New York came down. We all know that was a BS indictment, all political, but it came down on that very same day. The day that we got access to the FBI 1023 form showing evidence of bribery, they indicted Donald Trump yeah. again. Yeah. And I predict that when we get access to the 17 tapes that are recordings between the Biden family, including Joe Biden, and Ukrainians about bribery, that's when the third indictment is going to come down because that's how this administration works. And at the end of the day, when you look at yesterday, take away the political ideology, take away the left versus right, Republican versus Democrat. This was a sitting president who had his number one political opponent arrested. At the end of the day, that is in its simplest form 
what happened yesterday. It's un-American, it's undemocratic, and it's wrong. I don't want to hear the left screaming about democracy because they destroyed democracy yesterday with what they did. And I believe that it will make Donald Trump's candidacy for president stronger. I think he'll be the nominee. And I think everybody else basically is running for vice president at this point because the man has to fight so much. He's up against the wall. He's, it's an uphill battle. He's fighting so much for America right now. And yet Biden just gets to walk free on bribery. And, and every other allegation that we found evidence of, whether it's corruption or RICO or racketeering or money laundering that we found with the Biden family, he just gets to walk free. And this is a fight for our nation's future. And I just, I, you know, that's the way I see it right now, regardless of how you feel about him. What the administration, what Biden is doing to his political enemies is wrong. I flat out at the end of the day, in its simplest form, it yeah. shouldn't be happening in this country. I agree. And I know people are upset that, look, Trump didn't hand everything over when they told him to. He handed over half. God, I don't care. Yeah. Marco Rubio well, we said it. We have a debate over that. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Marco Rubio said it best yesterday. What was the damage? There's no national security threat here because President Trump kept those papers. What was the real damage? I mean, you've got, like you talked about, a sitting president taking millions mm-hmm. of dollars from countries that wake up every day, not Ukraine, but certainly Russia, China, that want to destroy us. That is a real national security threat. As Rubio said, so what? Well, there was no national security threat because Donald Trump had those papers at his house, which, by the way, has more Secret Service at Mar-a-Lago than all of Joe Biden's houses combined, all of them. Well, there was, I mean, well, it's not like, it's not like the FBI didn't go to Mar-a-Lago. They were there. They were physically present. They were there. They saw boxes in rooms and, you know, and like, you know, we can have a debate on how we handle documents. I think that is a valid debate. We can change the laws and change the statutes in this country. But when you are a senator like Joe Biden was, you don't get to have classified documents outside of a skip. When you're vice president, you don't get to take those classified documents with you like Joe Biden did. When you're secretary of state, you're not allowed to have a private server with classified information in a bathroom somewhere. And, and, you know, that's not allowed to happen, yet it does. And so I think it's valid to have a debate. But he was president of the United States. But have that discussion, have that debate, fix our laws, make it that way. But whatever the standard is, meaning none of them get indicted, that's the standard until we fix it and we hold Republicans and Democrats alike, both sides, accountable. Like if they had indicted Hillary, I think they would be having a very different conversation. I agree. That's not, that's not at all what happened. And so that standard has been set by the DOJ and by the FBI. And at the end of the day, you know, at its basic level, and you heard Joe Biden on November 11th of last year, Joe Biden bragging in a presidential speech that he was going to do everything in his constitutional power to keep Donald Trump off the ballot. And that's what we're seeing today. I mean, this is I can't even I'm a constitutionalist I'm a constitutional conservative, very independent minded. And I haven't always defended Donald Trump and, you know, and vice versa. But what they're doing to him is it's shameful. It's wrong. It shouldn't be happening in this country. And I just. I think we got to get we got to get we got to run through the tape in 24, and they better hope that he doesn't win. They better hope he doesn't win a general election. <laughs> well, well, 60, I want to be on the other end of that. I know. <laughs> Sixty seconds to go. One of the folks that's running against him in the primary is a colleague and a friend of yours out of your great state of South mm-hmm. Carolina. You've got two of them actually, Tim Scott and Nikki Haley. Them. They're great people. Yeah, they're great people. Uh, and Nikki though has been uh, tough on Trump since she jumped in. Very tough actually. But she did say mm-hmm. yesterday that she believes that a pardon should be in place 
for Donald Trump. Now, it would be uh, in Biden's best interest to do it. He would come off looking like a million bucks, but he would never do it because his party would kill him. But what do you think about uh, your friend there, Nikki Haley, Haley saying yesterday that uh, Trump needs to be pardoned? She'd be okay with that. I think all of them need to say that. All of them need to stand up for democracy right now, stand up and defend what was happening yesterday, what the president of the United States did to a the leading candidate in this thing. That needs to happen. Biden should pardon Trump. I mean, that should that should be the right thing, the right next step thing to do. And then have this discussion on how documents are handled and treat everybody equally under the law going forward. That should be the conversation. But because we're so polarized in this country, that's that's not what's happening. But I hope that every candidate will stand up and defend democracy after what egregiously happened in this country yesterday. Well, Nancy Mace, you talked about uh, the fight for the VP uh, is coming up next because he's going to win the uh, the nomination. And uh, I think for, everyone else is running for VP. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, for whatever it's worth, I am the number one radio host in New York. I nominate you. if only only you can only you can make that decision (laughs) oh you never know i have a lot of power a lot of power anyway uh great job here today as always and continued success out there enjoy the ball game tonight and keep doing your thing nancy mason doing a great job thank you so much likewise said thank you so much have a great morning you too there she is congresswoman out of the great state of south carolina